This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to the Betting Weekly podcast brought to you by Bet Rivers. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon, and I'm delighted to be joined by the brilliant Nigel Seeley. Nigel, how are you, sir? Great week last week. You want about the Christmas party, Harry, with my Mick Jagger impressions all about the tips? What, what, what are you want about? Well, a bit of both. I must say, I didn't think it could get much better than the tips. And then I saw your Mick Jagger impression, which I'm sure everyone's seen on Twitter now. I was all right, wasn't I? <laughs> I was about eight stellars in by that stage, so I must admit it was it was okay. But uh, yeah, it was a brilliant weekend for us. You couldn't have really scripted it better for us on the first week of the uh, of the podcast with Bet Rivers. You may get a six to one parlay up, uh, almost a six to one underdog winning as well. Real Bet is beating uh, Barcelona, and our bet of the week uh, also winning Montpellier beating Clermont Foot. So it was. Uh, you, you you can't really get much. So we set the bar very high. That's one thing we've got to say. And hopefully that we can sustain that bar into week two and week three and week four. But we're going to have bad runs. We're going to have bad losses. But we've got enough money in the uh, the kitty now to probably get us through seven or eight weeks because, you know, we, we're not going to give that much money back. That's for sure. So, yeah, it was an incredible week, incredible start to the podcast. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we go into week two and have a similar out this weekend. Yeah, I mean, you've you've summed it up perfectly. It was the perfect week. Your play, the dog came off, the parlay as well. Uh, so as you say, it couldn't have got much better. And then, as as I say, for me and for those that were lucky enough to be in attendance, Nigel shaking his hips, giving it, and uh, the uh, the old Mick Jagger was uh, was right up there as well. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that, there was there was probably more better ones than the Mick Jagger one, but that was the only one we got on camera. It was it was some more. I think there was some better ones, but it was a great night. Yeah, it was indeed. The Neil Diamond was up there. You'd done a bit of Chaz and Dave. You were all over it, all over yeah. it. I think the American uh, viewers or listeners would know who Chaz and Dave was. But if you Google Chaz and Dave and put in rabbit, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Make sure you do it. Right. Uh, let's uh, kick off this week's podcast properly uh, with a look at some of the uh, big matches from the EPL. And Nigel, uh, understand you've got a couple of matches that you want to look at this week. Let's start with Liverpool versus Aston Villa. Yeah, I think this is a very interesting game in the Premier League this weekend for one obvious reason. Steven Gerrard comes back to Anfield, uh, manager of Aston Villa, coming back to Anfield, a club that he graced for so many years. Captain the club was probably one of their greatest ever players. And I think it's going to be a very sentimental day for him. Will he, will he get the result? Will he get the win? I don't think he'll get the win, despite the fact that his Aston Villa side, since he's taken over, have been very, very good. They've been impressed. Their metrics have been good. Um, he's suddenly got them scoring goals again, which is an important factor. Uh, and they were a side that I thought would do a lot better than what they are, but uh, you know, not not to be. But so uh, let's look at the better. I mean, Bet Rivers have Liverpool at minus four thirty-five, very very heavy favourites. Aston Villa are plus eleven fifty to make a dream return for Stephen Gerrard, and the tie is plus five seven five. 
Um, 10 home games at Anfield this season for Liverpool, and they've scored at least two goals in nine of those games. Uh, Villa under Gerrard have scored in all the games that he's played in, much more attack-minded. And I think that he'll go there to really give Jurgen Klopp a little bit of a game. There's no doubt about it, he's going to be the next Liverpool manager. Um, and I don't think you want to be humiliated and also don't want to think you'll pay too much respect to them. I think that he knows they're up top side and I think he'll want to go toe-to-toe with them. So I think we could have a decent game here. Um, the goals line is pitched at three and a half with Bet Rivers. Usually that's two and a half and over three and a half is plus 102. I don't really want to bet the over three and a half, but I think the better play if you're looking for goals is both teams to score as a yes which is minus one, one, eight. Um, not much difference to three and a half. And you would collect on a two, one win uh, if Liverpool won. And you wouldn't collect if you bet the over three and a half on a two, one win. So I'm going to go for both teams to score here. I think Gerard will go back to his club. I don't think, I think he's going to be a, a gallant loser. I think he'll go there with head held high. I think his side will put in an absolute fantastic performance, but Liverpool's quality will shine through. And I think both teams will score as a yes, minus one, one, eight. Brilliant stuff. The other game I know you want to focus on, Nigel, is the game between Chelsea and Leeds. Of course, Chelsea uh, off the back of a defeat last weekend and a bit of an iffy result in the Champions League last night. What's your, what's your take on this one? Well, I mean, the, the performance against Zenit was strange. It was a 3-3 draw, very, very strange performance. First half, they weren't at the races. They get to 3-2, look like they're going to win the game and then they suddenly concede right at the end. <clears throat> Is it just a blip or have Chelsea really got a bit of a problem at the moment? Um, they've conceded in their last four matches, which is very much unlike Chelsea, completely unlike. They've only won once in their last four um, and conceding three against Senate in a game that they really needed to win as well. It wasn't like they couldn't take the foot off the gas and needed to top the group. It's a bit of a concern for me. Um, and I think Bielsa and Leeds are a, a kind of side that... Chelsea won't like playing. The work rate of, his, of this lead side will really, really stifle Chelsea. Tuchel's um, high-pressing game, I think that Bielsa will match him the same. And I think that these two sides may cancel them out a little bit. Leeds, have a, what has been a disappointing season, they've only lost once in their last five. They've had an absolute nightmare of injuries. The players are gradually coming back. Bamford may not be back for this game. I think if he returned, he could probably make a case for Leeds. And I was very close to putting up Leeds as my dog of the week, you know, at nine to one with Bet Rivers. Um, because I think Chelsea may be, uh, may be running out of, just having a little bit of a blip. Lukaku comes back, which looks good on paper, but they haven't been playing a system with Lukaku in the side. So they've got to change everything that they've done recently, the, the good run and, I'm not quite sure really about them. So for me, I think Chelsea will probably edge it. And I think 10 to 1 or 9 to 1 is a decent bet for uh, for Leeds. But um, I don't think they, they're going to win it because I want to see the team sheet to see whether Bamford comes back and they get all the players back. But I don't think Leeds are going to be disgraced here. I really don't. And I, I think to bet Leeds plus one and a half goals at minus 108 is a cracking way to get with them. The only way you're going to lose if Chelsea win by two or more goals. Leeds don't really concede by two or more goals. So I, I, I think Leeds have got a chance. I think Bielsa's tactics will be stifling. And I think this will be quite a close game. And I expect Chelsea to probably have enough on edge here. But by more than two goals, 
I'm not so sure. So I'm going for Leeds plus one and a half on the Asian handicap minus 108 with Bet Rivers. Sounds good. Let's move on to uh, the dog of the week. Play the dog. Of course, Nigel uh, landed an excellent one last week uh, with Real Betis beating Barcelona. That one was at plus 520. Uh, Nigel, what have you identified for us this week? Well, I've been looking around Europe trying to find a similar kind of bet. There's a few that, I mean, Leeds was one that I sort of tinkered with a little bit. But um, the one that I've actually gone with, uh, and the, the line has come down a lot since I started looking at it. It was around about 4.50. Now it's down to plus 3.75, but still a decent dog. I'm going to go for Newcastle to beat Leicester at plus 3.75 at Leicester. Now, last season when Leicester were doing, probably Leicester were doing better than what they are this season and Newcastle probably not doing as bad. Uh, but Newcastle went there and won 4-2. I think it might have been a game that we've done on the on the Betcast, I think. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it may have been a game we've done on the Betcast. But Newcastle won 4-2 last season. And there's signs to me that Eddie Howe's coming in and steadying up the ship. When they played Arsenal, I think the two-line score, Schoonel scoreline flattered Arsenal. They got their first win of the season last year. I know it was last week, it was only a 1-0 win against Burnley. But that could be the catalyst to some really good form from Newcastle. Going forward, they've got, they're a goal threat. I mean, Callum Wilson scores goals, and Maximum scores goals. They've scored in five of their seven away road matches this season. So they've got no fear of going to Leicester. And Leicester, I'm not convinced by them. I really am. I, I think that uh, Brendan Rodgers was a manager who had his head turned a little bit, potentially going to Manchester United. I don't think that, I think they look a little bit old. I think Jamie Vardy has scored a few goals, but I don't think he, he's the same player. I think the lack of pace is a little bit there to see. And, and I'm not quite sure about Leicester. I think they're being priced up by the Oscar pilot still as a team, top four, top five. I don't think they are a top four, top five team. I think they're a top 10 side. Um, if you look at Leicester, the big concern is defensively. In 23 matches this season, they've conceded in 20. So Newcastle are pretty much good for a goal. And if they get a goal and get a bit of confidence behind them, uh, Newcastle could, I think Newcastle could turn their fortunes around very quickly. I, I think they could go on a run in the new year and, and move away from that relegation battle and bring in some new faces. And I think the, a lot of this team also think we could be gone. We, we, you know, we, we could be turfed out in, in there. We want to be part of this. We, you know, we want to be part of this richest club in the world. They want to be part of the team. They, you know, they've had no sort of the fans are going to get behind him in every game they play. And I think they want to be part of it. So I'm going to go for Newcastle in plus 375, I think. And there's one other point to making this for this bet as well. Is um, tonight, Thursday night we're recording this, Leicester travel to Napoli, Naples, to play Napoli in the Europa League. And that is a huge game. Leicester can't afford to lose that game. We don't know the teams yet, but I expect that to be a full strength Leicester side tonight because anything other than a, a, a draw is a good result for me. Any, a loss in that game, they're looking over their shoulder and they may not qualify for the Europa League. So they can't take any chances. So every single one of their main players will be playing in that game, whereas Newcastle have got nothing to play for, will have been relaxed since last Saturday, coming to Sunday, eight days fresh, um, whereas, you know, the travelling back, you know, the new COVID restrictions all around Europe now, going in and out of countries is a lot harder than it was. And um, I, I, I think that uh, Newcastle here at plus 375, I was hoping for 450. That was what it was when I started looking earlier in the week. But at plus 375, I'm taking Newcastle to beat Leicester. Interesting shout that. And I, I think you make a great point with uh, with regards to Leicester's 
big Europa League clash coming up as well. So it's a great thing and something I hadn't even thought of. Um, let's talk about the uh, weekend parlay. Brilliant parlay last week. Six to one winning parlay last weekend. As you said, right at the top of the show, couldn't have asked for anything better in terms of the start. How are you going to follow it up this week? Well, we're going to follow up with a similar kind of parlay. It's three-team parlay. Last week, we had the three-team parlay. The winners, if you if you didn't see last week, we had Montpellier with Nottingham Forest, and we had under two and a half goals in Newcastle against Burnley. It was a three-team parlay. It paid six to one. And we're going through a three-team parlay again with Bet Rivers that pays six to one. It actually pays plus 582 on the website. But I've heard with the, I've spoke to the big, the top cheeses, the top guns at uh, Bet Rivers, and they're going to give us six. So we're going to get six here. And the what I like, these are the three I like. West Ham to beat Burnley in the Premier League uh, at Burnley. I think West Ham this season have been the story of the Premier League. Forget everyone else. I think you look at the top three. We, you know, if I spoke to you, Harry, now coming into Christmas, who'll be the top three in the Premier League? You'd turn around and say Man City. You'd turn around and say Liverpool. And you'd turn around and say Chelsea. If you said who was fourth, I think you may have six or seven guesses before you got to West Ham. They're on fire. And they're a really, really, really good team. I touched on it last week in the Chelsea game when I spoke about it. But they are, you know, their goal is solid. Their defence is solid. Their midfield is probably one of the best athletic midfields in the Premier League. You know, Declan Rice, Chusik, these are, these are workers. And up front, Antonio, if they can keep him fit, they've got a guy who's going to score 20 goals a season. That is that is the basis of any a good team in the Premier League. I mean... Arsenal would love to have a guy who scores 20 goals in the season. They'd love to have those two guys in, in midfield. They're really, really underrated side, West Ham. And they go to a Burnley side who I've actually bet at the start of the season to be relegated. And I think this is the year that it's going to happen. I think they've run out of ideas. I think they're, they've been so bad on the metrics for years and years and years. I think finally they're going to get found out on them. Um, and they've got a big problem. Their best two players, me and Tarkovsky, are being linked with Newcastle. If they go, well, that's that. You know, that's just a, a pack of cards just going to fall down flat on, on his face. So I'm going to go for West Ham in the first leg. They're plus or even money to plus 100 with with Bet Rivers. We're going to stay in England, but we're going to go down to League Two. And my next bet is Leighton Orient to be Crawley. I've really been impressed with Leighton Orient this season. Leighton Orient scored four goals in their last two home matches. Good wins as well. The last time out, they put four past Swindon, who were a very good side in League Two. They've only lost one in their last 15, and they're right in the playoff from pitches. And I think automatic promotion is definitely within their grasp. They're managed by uh, Kelly Jacket, former Millwall manager, uh, a guy of manager at Portsmouth who's managed at a hot, lot higher level than this. And he suddenly found the club that fits him. You know, he was under pressure at Portsmouth, he was under pressure at Millwall. When it went wrong, they turned on him. But he's a good man. He's a good manager at this level of football. And I think they're very good. And they're playing a Crawley side who've only won once in 10 and have lost seven in those 10 matches. So minus 157 late in order. They'd be my banker of the uh, of the week. And my final bet is uh, in Spain. We're going to Spain. The Madrid derby. I'm going to go for Real Madrid at uh, plus 108, I think they are, um, to beat Atletico Madrid. I think Real Madrid are top of the league. On a good run not conceding any goals, but there's a couple of factors why I want to go with this bet. Atletico Madrid had a massive game against Porto. It was a fiery game. Three players were sent off. They 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 gave everything in that match, both, phys- both mentally and physically. Mentally, they were drained at the end of it. You know, 
Samirani was playing his tactics. They were getting players sent off. They were using all their emotions. And it come at a cost. And the cost was Luis Suarez was injured. And he looked like he's going to be out for a long time. He was in tears at the end of the game. Um, and I think going into this game without Luis Suarez and having that sort of mental and physical exertion in the Champions League in midweek massively helps Real Madrid. So I'm going to go for Real Madrid. So the parlay this week is West Ham in the Premier League, Leighton Orient in England's League Two, and Real Madrid in Spain's La Liga. And it pays plus 582, but $6, 6-1, exactly the same price as the parlay last week. Brilliant stuff. So just to reiterate, West Ham to win, Leighton Orient to win, and Real Madrid to win the Madrid derby is Nigel's parlay. And as you, as you say, Nigel, we can get 6-1 to one on that? According to Three of them with Rivers, yeah. Brilliant stuff. Right. Last week, we uh, put in a brand new segment, brand new podcast, brand new segment, uh, Seely's Famous Friends. And we asked you which famous European princess Nigel had sat down and enjoyed a candlelit curry with. Now, there were three uh, options. Was it three options? Four options. Princess Katerina of Serbia was the first. Mary, Crown Princess of Denmark, was the second. Princess Laurentine of the Netherlands was the third and Princess Astrid of Belgium was the fourth option. We also asked you, along with your guesses, to give us a little bit of a quick fire story on how this meeting or rendezvous, whatever you want to call it, romantic meal came about. So I've picked out three answers, Nigel. I think I know which one's going to be the winner, but uh, I'll put these to you as well. In answer to the question, it was, correct me if I'm wrong, Nigel, Princess Katerina of Serbia that you enjoyed a nice curry with? It was Princess Katerina of Serbia. Do you want to know how it happened or are you going to come on? Well, to tell let, me share, let me share the stories that we've got and then I'll come to you for the real story. Uh, so Paul Smith on, uh, on email said, Nigel had met her in a bar, spilt his Stella over her and as a consequence, because of the gentleman he is, he offered to buy her dinner. Therefore, they went for a curry. That's not far off, Paul. That's not far off. Not far off. Uh, Carl Thomas said she fancied a bet, came across Nigel on Twitter, sent him a DM. He thought it was a joke, so didn't reply for a few days. And then when she sent him a second DM, he responded and uh, and they met for this candlelit curry. I think if we, if, we had a second, if we had a second date, then that would have been, would have been, would have might have been that one. But no, that's not this bit far off. <laughs> And Lee Bradley says, given Nigel's got so many famous friends, he found himself in the Royal Box at Wimbledon one year, popped out for a Stella, was standing at the bar when Princess Katerina locked eyes with him from across the room. She couldn't resist his dashing good looks and his uh, his hip movements as he was beating along to some uh, Neil Diamond in the bar area. Yeah. She spotted him, sent her secretary or assistant to, to, over to talk to him. And invited him for dinner that very same night. You know what? All three of them combined would actually make the story if you actually combined the three of them. But I'll tell you the story of what it was. Many years ago, me and my friend were invited. I don't know how we got invited, but we got invited to the Serbian embassy for a wine tasting night. And to be fair, it was pretty boring. The wine was not great. We were drinking this wine. Then this woman came over and started chatting to my friend. And my friend started chatting to her and everything. Asked us what we did. We said, we're into sports betting. We like sports. She said, how did you get here? We said, we got invited by this guy. And she said, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And this other woman come over. And this woman sort of bowed her head as if to say, oh, your majesty. So I had about two bottles of Serbian wine. I went, oh, please to me. And she said, and this woman said, how do you like my embassy? 
do you like my embassy? And there's some cigarettes over here called embassy. I said, I don't smoke. So um, what she did, I said, (laughs) classic Nigel joke there, just to break the ice. (laughs) She she said, no, this is my embassy. I said, what the Serbian embassy? Yes, I'm Princess Katerina of Serbia. And we got it. We started chatting. And at the time, Novak Djokovic was coming up in tennis. Jankovic was coming up in tennis. And uh, Ivanovic, the two women's tennis, were coming up at the top. In, I think they were about number one in the world, Ivanovic. And, and, and I spoke to her about sport. And she was fascinated with sport and what I did. And she loved tennis. She started speaking to me. She said, give me your number and we'll meet up again. I thought nothing of it. I went to work the next day and I was working in a big office with like really big sort of city trader types. And the phone rang and I gave her the office of the switchboard. And this big, massive Essex boy, like a quite a common, like London accent, picked up the phone. Hello, Brett Brokers, like the company. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what happened on the phone. And he told me, I said, Nigel, call for you. And I said, um, who is it? He said, it's Princess Katerina of Serbia on line three. <laughs> but Princess Katerina of Serbia on line three for me. And anyway, what happened was she invited me to the derby, the Epsom derby horse racing and I lived close to Epsom Derby and I went to the Epsom Derby and after the after the Derby she said let's go out for something to eat and we ended up going to a, a curry house because we couldn't get anywhere else around the area because everywhere was 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 fully booked and that was that never saw her again never saw her again she must have enjoyed your company today well, I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think what happened was I think um, my wife found out I was having dinner with princesses and changed my telephone number <laughs> yeah it could be that as well give me that great stuff but the uh Sealy's famous friend segment is not stopping there we've got another question for you uh which we're going to put to you and again same rule applies um just before i go on to the next question though uh, nigel i think the lee bradley royal box you dancing along to some neil diamond and getting spotted from across the bars probably the winning story would you agree you're the judge on that that's your that's your department to judge those winning stories yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. So, Lee, we'll get in touch with you and uh, we'll uh, fire over some free bets with Bet Rivers, uh, your hometown sportsbook. So we'll make sure we get in touch with you and sort that out. But as I say, there is another Sealy Famous Friends question. And uh, this one goes... This, is, this, is, this, is, this podcast is ending in May. It's good, it's good, it's good, there's lots of these stories. Yeah, Trust there's plenty. Me. I did a whole... I started working, I started working in, in, in the betting industry at 18. I was head of PR taking famous people out from the age of 25 so there's 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 30 years of famous friends coming out i know i said this on the podcast last week but working with nigel last season on the <laughs> betcast there wasn't a game that went by where we didn't get a famous friend story every team that we commentated on and covered there was somebody involved in that team that nigel knew so i'm not surprised that there's a whole array of stories still to come everybody's way uh, so this is the question for this week nigel was in a West End production when he was 15 alongside which famous English actor? And the options are Idris Elba, Hugh Grant, Jude Law, or Ewan McGregor. So let me repeat that. Nigel was in a West End production, which is like Broadway in the States, when he was 15 alongside which famous English actor? Idris Elba, Hugh Grant, Jude Law, or Ewan McGregor. Get your answers in. Uh, You can contact us by email. You can contact us via our Twitter handles as well, which will be in the description below. So uh, get your answers over. And um, the answer to this one, Harry, have I mentioned it to you before? I think you might have, 
but I can't remember the answer. I, I've got two in my mind. I don't want to spoil it, though. I roomed with the guy as well. We, we did a tour. Um, I roomed with the guy as well. But uh, I didn't know if I ever told you this one. But all will be revealed next week. Exactly. All will be, even I'll have to wait till next week. There we go. <laughs> so that's the question. Um, right. We've had an email in, uh, which I want to put to you, Nigel. We've had a few emails in, but I think this is the the real kind of standout one for me, the one that I'm really interested to hear about as well. And it comes from Tony Johnson. He says, uh, Nigel, I've been following you for years and the excellent work that you do. One trend I've spotted is that you're very, very good at picking out season futures bets. If you were to have one now, what would it be? Oh, I think the, the I think most leagues in Europe are pretty much done and dusted. You know, I think that, you know, you met the Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool are going to dominate. There's no real value in them. I think I'd be concentrating on the Champions League and the Europa League, actually, if I was looking for a market now. And I think I'd be going German in both. Um, I think that uh, Bayern Munich are very underrated in the betting in the Champions League. Uh, Man City are the favourites at $3, but with Bet Rivers. But I, I think if they played Bayern Munich in a one-off game, I'd want to be with Bayern Munich. I think Two years ago, Bayern Munich were just a head and shoulders above everyone in European football. Last year, they they, they didn't do raise the bar as much as they should have done. But I think Bayern Munich's year is this year. I, I honestly believe that Man City, Bayern Munich and Chelsea and Liverpool are the four teams better than anybody else in European football. I'm surprised to see Paris Saint-Germain in third spot in the betting ahead of those three. I mean, Paris Saint-Germain are... $6.50 with Bet Rivers and Chelsea are $9. But when you look at the ones below that, Man City 15, sorry, Man United 15, Ajax 17. I mean, they're not even in touching different distance of those sides. And I think Bayern Munich, that's that little bit better. I think everything about them, you know, and I think if they, now there was some unlucky last year against Paris Saint Germain in the, in the, in the knockout stages. And I, and I think that um, they would be my bet. But I think the best bet, and we haven't got the odds yet, is um, Borussia Dortmund to win the Europa League. They, uh, bet Rivers are waiting for all the teams to come out of the Europa League and go into the Europa League, and then they form the market. You can bet teams now, but we need to know all the th- teams that are finishing third. But I think once the market is reformed, I think Borussia Dortmund will be very hard to beat in that competition. And the reason why is they had a terrible blip two, three, two months ago, lost all their form in the Champions League, they lost their form domestically. And then the main man come back, Harland, and in that in that league, he can he can he can single handedly win that for them on their own. You're going to have Sevilla, you're going to have Barcelona. Barcelona will probably be the favourites, but Bayern, uh, Borussia Dortmund at the moment are on a different level to Bayern, uh, to to, to um, Barcelona. Yeah, agreed. Fantastic team with some fantastic players, and you mentioned Barcelona there. That's going to take some getting used to, isn't it? Barcelona in the Europa League the second-tier European competition. Who'd have thought it 10 years ago? But there you go. Um, Let's go for your play of the weekend then to wrap up this week's edition of the podcast. The play of the week, Harry, is going to be... I know it's it's quite a low price, but Leighton Orient to beat uh, Crawley in League 2 of English football, minus 157. You could probably get more juice for your money on betting them uh, minus one goal if you want to take that. But if you're doing a party this weekend... You've got to throw them in. I think they're the best bet by a mile in the whole of football this year, uh, this week. Leighton Orient to beat Crawley in League Two of English football. Brilliant stuff. That concludes this week's edition of the podcast. Nigel, thank you so much. As always, let people know how they can follow you on Twitter and keep up to date with your great work. 
Yeah, you can follow me on at Sealy underscore Nigel. And obviously, you can have all the Bet Rivers previews on the Champions League and the weekend Premier League and all the big soccer action as it happens uh, mainly on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Fridays on the Twitter account as well. Make sure you give Bet Rivers a follow at Bet Rivers, nice and simple. Check out the YouTube channel and you can find Bet Rivers across a multitude of platforms. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. As always, we'll be back next week uh, with another edition of the podcast. We'll be talking about Sealy's favourite friends and hopefully some more winners. Until next week, take care of yourselves. Enjoy the weekend of football. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network.